0: Welcome to the podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Claire Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the podcast, and today joining us is Alvin, Lee and Yumba and we we are so excited to have you on Alvin and you're going to tell us about your sort of fitness journey where you're yeah. at now sort of what the future holds for you and all yes. of that good stuff so yeah yes. welcome to the podcast. Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. I really have to appreciate you guys um, it's an honour to be honest.
0: Well, we—if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see uh, Alvin in a very snazzy uh, <laughs>
2: Interesting. gym. <background.
0: laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 I, um, Andy was in a tropical paradise, but uh, now you're <laughs> back. <to> you.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, Alvin, why don't you kick off by telling us, sort of. Yeah, what got you started in, into fitness? Like, how old fitness. were you? Um, and then where did you go from there?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll start by saying that many things got me into fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot put my finger on it, to be honest, because I've always been an active guy, physically active. I've been involved in sports. Uh, I, tr- I tried, um, I've, I've done swimming since I was, what, six? Oh. I learned how to swim just after I drowned. Oh. Then, <laughs> and I saved myself. That's what happened. Then um, I've done. Uh, I tried basketball, got a sausage finger, and I was like, "That's it. I'm not going back." But funny thing is you know, that two years later, I tried rugby. I get so many sausage fingers, and I'm okay. You know. <laughs> so basketball yeah, it's, just it's,
3: wasn't for me. It. To yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> then um
1: i've been i've also been to work, like, um, dancing mainly acting and other stuff so i've had uncles also who used to work out you know do calisthenics doing push-ups and when i'm a kid i see a well chiseled chest and i'm like yo how do you get that at that time I'm um, what i think at that time i was 13 14 13 14 there and it tells me just do 20 push-ups in the morning, 20 push-ups in the evening, and that's it. And I took it like gospel truth. And that's what I did. And if you look back the, at the pictures then, you think you look like Ronnie Holman yet. <laughs> You're nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'll say it was that that got me there, uh, to just trying to be active, then... Uh, Being active at school, sports, uh, mainly it was swimming and rugby. Then uh, after that, um, now getting into, I mean, campus, I used to love uh, rugby still, and I was in modeling. So I was doing rugby and modeling at that time. And both of them had rehearsals in the evening. One had to give. Rugby wasn't playing that well. Modeling was playing that well. I That's
0: don't something. understand how rugby and modeling go well together. Like most rugby players get cauliflower well, ears and. Yeah.
2: Take a look at me. I played I have play done a lot of modeling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a legit somewhere. <laughs> I, I was a cute, I was a cute and careful rugby guy, and uh, I used to. Enjoy yeah.
3: you you, you chose well, a good I position should. to play.
2: Yes,
1: I was the <laughs> You know, I, I love my position too much. Yeah. We are the tall guys, in the team, and all that. It is amazing. Yeah, second row. The
2: second row would normally be ugliest in the team. <laughs> not the model. one of the workhorses. Yeah. Like workhorse. yeah. Like
3: okay. Ready to get yes. bashed. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> so um, uh, then remember, I also still used to dance. I used to love. Uh, breakdance, animation dance, and there's certain crazy moves I used to see on uh, YouTube and I was like, damn, those guys can really carry their body, you know. So that's when I went so hard with calisthenics. I don't know if you guys remember Bar Brothers at that time, when they're so famous on YouTube. They do calisthenics, you know, there's Bar Brothers, Calisthenics Kings, Hannibal the King, there's all those guys. So that's when I now went deep into working out i made my own pull-up bar all that and i was doing this just to get strength so that i learned these dance moves it that's how it just took me it took me even out of dance like completely (laughs) i was gone you know i got so obsessed with learning muscle ups front levers all that stuff dragon flags and all and it was only based on performance and looking for my six-pack abs and, yeah, that's how the journey
3: started, actually. That's an interesting one. From rugby to yep. modelling to dancing. That's <laughs> <laughs> a progression. Yeah, <laughs> it's the most <laughs> bizarre, interesting progression ever. Like, I used to be yeah. a dancer. Now it's like, what? Dancing. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. nice, though. Dancing got me into lifting. Good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's <laughs>
0: really great. And that's it's... Exactly. It is it's, interesting. It, I mean... Because I know, like, well, you sort of dabbled in modelling as well, but you struggled because you were too big. Yeah. Like, okay. was that a problem for you, Alvin? <laughs> Did they, <laughs> they like? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> this no. is the
0: problem. <laughs> <She
3: struggled>. no. <laughs> no, that, I,
0: <laughs> I was trying to be kind, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
3: I remember even telling Alvin that no, I was told any all the gigs I got I was told if I do the modelling. I have to yeah. buy the buy the clothes because no one like my yeah. di- my they dimensions.
2: <laughs> <clothes>. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, the dimensions were like this is this is not to normal me. people dimensions. Yeah, yes, so yes. I, I never, yeah. I I didn't do many runways because of that. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah you you buy it. It's like yes, buy so, the new. Yeah, so
1: it's, I, I actually had that later on as I started now doing. Heavyweight calisthenics, like I was intentionally trying to bulk up using bodyweight. So I was using bodybuilding principles that I was reading from bodybuilding.com, TNNation, but on bodyweight, like real going with time and attention in bodybuilding, high reps and all that stuff. Funny thing is, rewinding back to 13, 14, my voice took long to break and i was I, I was i was already in uh, high school so i had to make the body um. look just in case my voice you know, <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> <laughs> Disappoints me at least you won't bully me
0: <laughs> yeah i know that, that's, <laughs> that's interesting and i mean if yeah i mean if anyone listening knows alvin you i mean you you know when you post the sort of photos of like what physique you can achieve with calisthenics it's really impressive yes. like yeah, you yeah. were definitely ripped and just out of interest like did were you focusing on nutrition back then or was it purely <laughs> like just the the, the exercise yeah. or just yeah, um, eat whatever well,
1: there is no way you're looking for abs and you're not forced to focus on nutrition mm-hmm. so but, but what was there at that time of fitness, it was all the diet fats at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the keto, there's the Atkins diet, there's the low carb diet. So I used to do a lot of ex- uh, experiments, try and error, try and error, try and error. At this time, I'm not even certified one bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just reading. The good thing with me is I did a lot of research and tested on myself. Mm-hmm. Then I just settled on intermittent fasting, and it seemed to have worked for me at that time you know so because even i was going to campus no time for breakfast i have to i have to look ripped because i'm still a full-time model and all that stuff so if it goes to nutrition i was going that i even went harder when there was a big show coming up and i just needed to leave a mark on the runway i could do carb cycling with intermittent fasting um. i did that as well yeah but then later on all those have changed of course as we ran and all yeah. that yeah
0: well that's i mean yeah. that is a lot of pressure i mean i think most people just you know look at the pressure on women to be thin for the runway but for guys as yes. well oh, you yeah. know you have to yeah just you've just got there. to be you know you need your six-pack yes. pockets. yeah you,
3: yes you
2: can't as i've said before there's a lot more pressure on men nowadays like when i was younger like, you know, you play rugby, you know, if you get rugby, it didn't matter if you were a fat prop. If you were at rugby, you get at rugby. Yeah. You know, now when I look at guys playing rugby, you know, even props and stuff are trying to pass. You know, these yeah. guys that are, you know, really sort of, you know, focused And I think it's just societal pressure to look at certain. like if you look at, like, you look at celebrity magazines nowadays, really nice to women. We talk about women having, you know, kind of a lot more, because, you know, there's been a big pressure on them to change. Um, how they are, you know, perceiving and how they're publicated. But men,
0: you, know, you still yeah.
2: see like Body of the Week or men being told they're looking like they've you know, got that body. <laughs> you know, take what's his name? Um, yeah, the the American guy who was in that new version of Baywatch. Who's um, oh, is
0: that? Zac is
2: is that yeah. Efron. Jack Efron. who he hes a good-looking dude. A well, what? He did that documentary where he looked a little bit out of shape. And everyone, every magazine, everything say, oh, it's a dad bod. Yeah. So it's like, well, what if it is a dad bod, you know? I'm a dad, so I've got a Yeah. You know, does that make me a dad bod. You know, that's the thing, though, but it's like, you know, men now, up to even up into the 40s, and I get called out by guys, you know, late into their 40s who want to get in shape. Mm. Because there's a lot more pressure, and I think it must be even worse if you're a male model nowadays, because, you know, Women, you get away with a bit more of a quirky look, but men generally, male models have a pretty certain look, and it's all that sort of what that like Calvin Klein underwear model, yeah. know, or you know, Tyson Beckford. Yeah. You know, look. But yeah. You
3: know? But it's sad because it's the same. You see, guys like Tyson Beckford, you're told, oh, he's he's a pro, like he's then you go and try you're like okay i'm building muscle to do this then you're told oh man you're too big you're like but yes. i want to so you're told yeah. he's taking Thanks pictures yes. you're doing runway there's a big difference yeah. with like reference run- yeah because yeah. runway guys are uh, you know very slim yes yeah <laughs> and you, you can see the muscle trying to come out but it's just easy. the shape and that's it. Yeah, because I guess they're selling. Yeah. They're selling some. They're selling clothes. They're not really selling Close. the image, so I don't know. And
1: also, it should be cheap on the designer to make the yes. clothes. The moment it starts becoming expensive, get out of here. True. So I ended up doing only that I have to be topless and just put on the pants. <laughs> and even the pants, quads, pistol quads were growing my quads as well. So
3: yeah. <laughs> so if awesome. you, if you give it to someone else, it's a flare. <laughs> Right. It's in, it's an interesting topic there in terms of men and pressure also. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it really is, and yeah. it's it kind of goes. You know, I mean, the more you know about nutrition and fitness, it goes against all those principles. Like you want to get bigger, but to do that, yes. you actually have to eat, but you can't because you've got to look. You know, you've got to have your abs out, and I mean exactly. that that all builds into you know even you know now you're a well-known trainer here. Have you
1: felt pressure there to, you know, look fit? Yeah, uh, I, I, I felt pressure when I was starting out, to be mm.
0: honest. More so being a model. Mm. Damn! <laughs> you have to be ripped
1: 24-7 because any auditions will come and they'll tell you, remove your shirt. You know, so you have to always look on fleek and all that. You have to make sure that you're slim enough to have jawlines. Don't forget that. Yeah. Your is, you can't have a round face at all. Yep. Um ah. <laughs> <laughs> that am
3: yeah, yeah. like yeah. But it's it's crazy. Um in your case, cause like for you genetically you could grow.
1: Yeah.
3: Did you feel like say because you were interacting with other models, male, female? there was a bit of culture of disordered eating and just because it's Mm. normal for models to do it, no one is really... Because I I remember yeah, with the auditions I was in and I could see a lot of the ladies even, like if the show was the next day, I remember it was just water, one sausage. You know, like I I heard stories like, yeah, like, like I just had a sausage before the show. So, I don't know if... Well, then yeah. I didn't notice I couldn't call it disordered eating, but you've been there longer. So a, is it something a you. The female
2: model diet in the UK is vodka, cocaine, and cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, and toilet, and toilet paper. paper. I can and, live on that a day. And toilet you paper. Eat food, and not the faces. Yeah. So, wow. 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 That's a that's yeah. reality.
3: Yeah, because it kills your appetite, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Those things just collapsed, that's what I
1: did. Yeah. Hear that, I, I remember witnessing one of the models eating, but then I was told by her friend that I, when I asked, where is she, where is she, then she was like, oh, she's in the in the toilet. Like, why does she keep going to the toilet? She was like, well, oh,
2: yeah.
3: she <laughs> yeah.
1: <Can> just... <laughs> mm, eats because she wants to, yeah. but then she has to pick it up. I was like, what <laughs> the
3: hell? Yeah, that was, it was insane for me, you know.
2: I think now we've got the the carryover, like you're talking catwalk modeling, now people are Instagram models, the same thing's happening purely to run an Instagram page, Mm -hmm. just to have things on Instagram, people are caught in this trap of being lean all the time, and I think, you know, as Claire was alluding to, I think there's a lot of pressure on trainers, especially, you know, coaches getting into the industry. There's a certain expectation. Yeah, more yeah, so I would say is somewhere like Kenya or somewhere where the fitness industry is still young. Yeah, where, you know it's mm-hmm. not um, it's not necessarily knowledge based. It's more about that coach that's good. So therefore, we must mm-hmm. know what they doing. And I think that's also you know, this spiral of you know you try to be lean all year. Coaches, you know is also you know a thing that's happening and it's you know social media especially or you know even me in the gym today
1: yeah yeah that, that, that that's true actually that, that that's very true um with, with the mod like right now i'm no longer into the modeling industry you can't I quit.
3: Things... too big man <laughs> <laughs> I could I remember like I, I just kept on getting
1: big and I had not even started weight training.
3: That's when you That's notice cool. y- your agent is not calling you anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay. But now the modeling style changes. Ooh. Runway stops, um uh digital comes in, adverts, um those are the ones now I could do all oh, photo shoots, those are the ones that could come. But now runway only for special designers that who want you now that time i was a brand as well in the industry but then i, I outgrew it i was done with it yeah. when it comes to being a trainer entering to the industry you have to look the part first
3: yeah he, you have
1: in to, to show that okay if i can do it then now for me how i entered the industry was just a lot of interest training people from home training my mom training my cousin and seeing how it used to make me feel you know and then um also experimenting a lot with myself seeing how this is working how this is working and all that stuff I, I i just wanted to have abs once the once i got abs i was like damn okay now i need to look swole in clothes i cannot say i'm fit but it's only abs i have to show <laughs> you know so i now need arms. Like, oh damn that guy has traps i need traps damn that guy has calves and like you know how it
2: always calves, you know, yeah. That yeah, the calves yeah. Yeah. An but, are an anomaly, calves are an anomaly, don't ever envy anyone
0: else's calves because it's just, <laughs> it's a mirage. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true, it's true. Yeah, I've
3: noticed for me, it's my, my clients always seem to have the na- nicer calves and I'm just like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like my old, the overweight older brother, he's got the best calves, Yeah. but yeah. It's, he carries a lot more
3: weight around where we have to get those cars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a... Surprisingly, what shot of my cubs was uh, when I bought myself a bicycle.
3: Ah. Oh. Yeah, like you, for some of us, it does the opposite.
1: Oh, for real? Yeah. Is well, when was it? the last okay. time you were in a
0: like, bicycle?
2: I like... No,
3: I used to ride with my dad when I played football, and yeah, but you were football for me running, you were... yeah, that killed mine, so... Interesting. I don't, I don't know, maybe... Because it cause... helped me. No, no, oh, I'm just saying.
1: helped me because I was bulking at that ah. time. That's yeah. when I was. I, I started this powerlifting thing, mm. so I was eating, legit eating. So maybe I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's let's rewind a bit. So you you sort of finished up in the modeling industry. You were you then sort of moving towards a more bodybuilding style of training. Were you in the gym or what was going on?
1: This, here we're talking about 2014, 2015, there, that's what mm-hmm. we're talking about. 2016. The first time I stepped in the
2: gym and was now into like trying to lift was 2017.
3: Mm-hmm. Of
1: which the first half of 2017, I was still doing weighted calisthenics. If Leon, Leon can actually tell you that, when used to chat i was anti-weight oh, yeah. training
3: big even i
0: remember like, that
1: um, yeah I was a body fanatic i was like if i can like I, I used to like i was like this guy does weight. i do body weight i have a better body then why you know like i used to have all that stuff so i was so anti-training what gave me the transition was when i tried out for that 27 crossfit opens at crossfit kwetu yeah, and snatches kicked my ass dumbbell <laughs> snatches kicked my ass i was like damn all the all the um what do you call this uh we- all the gymnastic movements i was good i was i was you know flying but when it comes to anything weight it just kicked my ass and that is when i had an eye-opener, so I tried now mixing calisthenics and a bit of CrossFit. I was just experimenting.
3: Then, yeah, at
1: that time, the bodybuilding culture was huge. Leon was trying.
3: I was trying to, I was trending, to convince sure. you. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yeah, especially after I destroyed you at the CrossFit one, because yeah. I was watching <laughs> you do the snatches and fall back, and I'm like... Uh,
1: uh, that is insane. Like, yeah. Actually, you know, what, another thing that popped up was mobility that was around oh, yeah. the yeah. time the mobility uh stuff was in the fitness industry you know, and then i saw leon doing that a lot but but what happened is that the crossfit overhead uh <laughs> squats exposed yeah because he kept falling shoulder... back <laughs>
3: yes
1: yeah, exactly and i had i had poor ankle mobility shoulder pathetic shoulder mobility my lats were very tight because with calisthenics, I could do pull-ups almost daily, and it has high repetitions, high repetitions. And I never used to stretch. I didn't know things to stretch, you mm-hmm. know? So it even shows that as much as you're doing body weight in whatever capacity, mobility and stretching still needs to be there, yeah. Yeah,
0: no, I think that it does really highlight it. Um, and so, I'm, so 2017, you were moving into that, and then CrossFit. So, I, you didn't really stick with CrossFit though. You went more bodybuilding, because or, or what was next?
3: For a few months.
1: Um, I, I I went I went CrossFit, but it's it's just what I started enjoying. Like I love competing, true, true, true. But I even remember texting Nathan, the owner of CrossFit Creator, I was like, Yo, trust me, one day I'll be. <laughs> Uh, Kenya's fitness gang and all that stuff. Like I was really challenged and all that stuff. Yeah. But then when it came to bodybuilding, I think the, there was just too, a lot of, the, there's too much noise of bodybuilding in Nairobi at that mm-hmm. time. So uh, I just went that way. And the, the, uh, uh, I think fitness, men's physique was also on the rise at that time. Mm-hmm. The building industry, that's when Jeremy there when was there. What's this other guy who was long hair who used to compete with Jeremy? Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq you know, was you know. a lot and all that stuff. So I was like, Hey, man, I think I want to look like that. So, yeah, the models
3: of the fitness, yes,
1: industry. yeah, the men's physique side. So mm-hmm. that's how, either way, I still loved performance, which is just CrossFit and stuff. So I still used to do the bodybuilding, but when it comes to my kind of cardio, it was still kind of like Metcons that crossfit, CrossFitters does. The only thing that I was not a fan of was Olympic weightlifting, those ones, yeah, damn.
3: On yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with that, especially when it comes to looking for what they enjoy. Cause it's like, I like this, but I want this and I want that. And that's why it's like, Oh, I'll do, I want abs. I'm going to do abs. Tomorrow, yes. oh, I'll intermittent fast. But I want biceps. Yeah. So you find yeah. that's when your program looks yeah, like everything.
2: Everyone wants a bit of everything. Yeah. It's like a buffet. Yeah, because... Yeah, you know, when you go to, like, a hotel breakfast, and you own <laughs> there's a bit of everything. Yeah. And then You end up not as happy as you would be if it like, you just, as say, you kept one thing. Um, but, yeah, it's also... Yeah, it's got always funny when I mean, you yeah you talk about looking around and wanting something that everyone's got you lose if that there's a certain level of genetics involved. Yeah. Like, you yeah, not everyone can do calisthenics and end up looking like Alvin.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's there's
2: two elements there. It's dedication to it and doing it properly. There's also a the genetic component yeah. Yeah. You know, to that. You know Elvin got very far just on calisthenics. Yeah. You know, and he had a great physique based off that. Yeah. But even then he's reached his ceiling with that in order to progress in other things he wants to do. Yes, you know, yes. he has to change it up and and, and, and that's the thing he's, he's progressed one thing to almost maximum max level yes. before changing yes. you know, week wise some people chop and
1: change food, and, yeah, it doesn't make it work. Yeah. exactly, because I did calisthenics for 10 years total yeah. Wow! from the very very time I started, um, this is just my 4th year of weight training mm. if you thought that's 2017, oh, towards great. the end so 18, 19, 20, 21 22. Oh, actually, I'm on 6, eh? almost mm. 6 years. So, oh, calis-
3: calisthenics yeah. was like from 14 to... 20,
1: oh? yeah, 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 14 because yeah. that was just bodyweight. I used to do push-ups, competing oh, in nice. the dormitories, yeah. boarding yeah. school of how many push-ups can do. That's what I used to do. Then, I started doing more calisthenics when I was already out of school. I'm um, in campus. Then, I went to weighted calisthenics. That's pull-ups with weights, yeah. dips with weights,
3: all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that will... That'll be a bit of sad news for a lot of people. It's like he had good genetics, but he still did 10 years. And, uh,
2: and I, it, yeah. you yeah, so like,
1: have to stick to it, man. It's time. Yeah, but and, you know...
0: And skill. And, and, and skill. Like and, how yeah. You need a lot of skill. Um, yeah. and
3: it was... <laughs> I guess for you, it was good because I remember Bob Brothers and they used to do lessons and... Um, Yes. which which i guess is lucky for a lot of people because yeah yes. some of us just had magazines so yes
1: yeah. yes that's true that's true mm-hmm. uh, another thing that helped me grow also with calisthenics was the type of calisthenics as been because in the calisthenics world there's different let's say principles of training mm-hmm. there is skill training those are the guys who will do the freestyle on the bar going round and mm-hmm. round that's a different kind of training uh and you'll normally see smaller guys on that one yeah. when you come to, yeah then there's the static strength calisthenics those are guys who are like doing the planches mm-hmm. uh front levers and all that stuff but so for me i used to do both the strength uh, i was always onto the strength side so strength and weighted calisthenics that is what actually built up my body right because i was legit doing Kind of like weights, you know, because mm. I'm just doing weighted pull ups, weighted dips, mm. you know, and that is what that's what changed it. And I tried to bulk stupid stuff, but well, I tried to bulk using intermittent fasting. Now, I, I like when I look at what I was trying to do that time, I was like, damn. But anyway, it got me from when I started doing weighted calisthenics, I was 86 kilos, so I gained four kilos just from weighted calisthenics, and now my. my First intentional bulk ever, mm-hmm. yeah. So I got from 86 to 90. Once I got to 90, said so bodybuilding now,
0: yeah. And that, and you've done a bodybuilding show as well, yeah. How was that experience?
1: Let me tell you about bodybuilding. I respect the will of bodybuilders, man. More so if you're preparing for a show, damn. If you're just working out to look good, well. But for a show, that thing was hell. Okay, what happened is I kept on. First of all, I was lean all year round, so I felt like ah, I didn't know. I didn't have knowledge of your know, start twelve weeks out, sixteen weeks out, because I always see Leon's posting. 12 weeks out, 16 weeks out, I like, ah man, me, mm-hmm. uh. I'll just be two weeks, I was treating it like a modeling Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to use real bodybuilding peak weeks, like knowledge on YouTube, two weeks oh, yeah. peak and all stuff, for my modeling. So that's what I was trying to use for the show, literally. Yeah. And that's when I uh, <laughs> came with Leon and uh. he told me this and that, like I knew most of them, but... Going through to Leon, man, that thing was hell. I remember as soon as I left stage, I ran
3: for water. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember you I came. Did three weeks. You, That's what I did. Three weeks.
2: Yeah, three you, weeks. you came to me. Well, that was a show at Mario Hospital, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. he came at five weeks out. Then yeah. I remember after a week and a half or two, uh, your wife re- uh, texted me, is like, man. Uh, help! Like this guy is, is like I don't want
2: him in the house anymore. <laughs> then, then I think you went off a few days. Then, at
3: three weeks out, that's when you were like, okay, this this is different. Yeah. Let's yes. And then at the last week, I remember a few days you were done. You said you are not doing it. Then, yes. yeah, it it was it was very stressful.
1: It when, was hell. It was hell. But I was committed to that cardio. I remember. Going to the gym in the evening, you know, you're training plans all day and you're yeah. also prepping. It was hell. That's then hard. I'm there with hoodies and stuff, and I'm rowing, I'm rowing, and Leon told me 30 minutes. I have to cut this water out. And-
3: yeah, because yeah. you, you you came too late, so you we it yeah. was more damage control yeah. than anything. True. <laughs> Lately,
2: the leave in the hard it is, more hopeless. <laughs> yeah, is lazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I learned it. I learned it the hard way, but yeah. after that, I'm like, you know what, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Which
3: I came, I tried, I got podium. I'm okay with that. You know, which which but, I yeah. think is good for but, everyone, because you yeah. you find out if you like it or you don't. Because a lot of oh, people force. Exactly. You know, I could exactly. be yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like think it.
2: that's half a point. You got. If you think you want to do a show, do a show, you don't know if you like it or don't. Yeah, you, it's okay not to like it, it's fine. But it's not, yeah, yeah. not
3: sure you know. Yeah, because you might you might enjoy it. You know, how did you
2: feel when you got told you had to have a fake tan as well? This is something I always find with yeah, guys who do their first show, especially black guys, it's like, yeah, well, I'm got to
0: have a tan, I'm black. I'm
2: black, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was
0: bad. <laughs> um, well, I remember Alvin's tan was like golden.
1: Yeah
3: ish, just golden
1: if, ish cause
2: I,
3: it's that yeah, I the this guy's student was also using Pippin J. Yeah. OJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we the, the
2: we. that Oscar colour, that golden statue colour.
3: Yeah. yeah, we yeah. borrowed yeah. Jose's cause that golden one was crap.
2: So <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean it it does teach you so it's much right. and um and I guess for you like also like You know, you can't be lean all year round. Like, if you're in bodybuilding, you have to have an off-season. You know, you have to say goodbye to your abs. Like, if you want to bulk, intermittent fasting is not the best way. So it's always... You know, we all look back on our journeys and you're like, I can't believe that I thought that that was going to work. But it's good
1: that we have to go through it because it makes us
2: better coaches, to be honest. Yeah, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, with with the
1: body... What I learned from bodybuilding, what I appreciated a lot was the discipline mm-hmm. when it came to food tracking, aware of what food does in your body, what water does in your body, what salt does in your body, the manipula how you can manipulate food to make you appear in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things I really appreciated. Uh, the pump, I love the pump, but what <laughs> caused me change from body i still do bodybuilding but i have a best now of strength first then bodybuilding in form of accessories is to me just to me mentally waking up ripped sleeping waking up no trip the next day used to mess up my mind <laughs> you understand what i mean like that me being focused on my aesthetics a lot started getting to me even if like I, I noticed this when i started doing strength training strength training i could always look i look forward to go to the gym like i know i'm hitting new numbers or this even strength training alone it has its own journey i also have my terrible lessons i've also learned going up and all that stuff but uh, for bodybuilding i loved the pump always i love the high volume because at that time i was a student of Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I was oh, yeah. on high volume. Been there. <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> been there. I was on high volume. I was on eggs. I was on milk. I was on yo, everything. As long as Arnold takes it, I take it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you are at that time. But mm-hmm. I love the planning. That's mm-hmm. what I love most: the planning of bodybuilding. Uh, then also working towards a certain appearance as well. It's not bad how how you react to it is the problem you know like mm. if, if mm-hmm. like there's that mental balance that you had to achieve oh, with yeah. bodybuilding and uh roller coaster of results yeah 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 i think the hard thing for most people with bodybuilding is for
2: if you've done it properly then most of the year actually being soft and overweight Is in like you know you're not you're not lean you only lean flat period around the show, and I think yes. that's a hard concept for people to understand, actually bodybuilding is the other months, where you're actually cramming food in, yeah. lifting weight, and it has the same amount of dedication as prep. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's what, you know, people don't realise off-seasons was as detailed and dedicated as prep is, um, and then that's how you're to eat. That's mm. like that, uh, it's like, yeah. So yeah, going to the beach and stuff, you've learned to be able to suck it up, taking Uh, it off, looking how you do on stage. There's something else that
1: used to mess me up, was you're pumped in the gym, you get out, you lose the pump. I I just wanted to keep it, and many years later, I've discovered for me what can maintain that pump look I desire then was actually strength training. It has its way of just creating that entire bulky structure that I wanted.
0: So, I mean, now okay. I think you call your style like power building. Is that right?
1: That, I, it's, I'm still evolving. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, now what I did was bodybuilding. Then I got into powerlifting when I was at Fit, and mm-hmm. I just tried. Uh, I, I was seeing this guy's bunny, Mati Nyasura trying out their one rep maxes and that day i hit three prs like because uh, i've never tried my pr yeah how i used to train was 60 kilo deadlift 20 repetitions i add another two plates 15 another two plates i do 12 reps then the last that is at around 180 or something until i get to 10 kilos so i was kind of training also like I, I said noticing i was kind of training like uh franco the friend of um uh, yeah yeah like you hit a weight until you get achieve a certain number of reps so when i went to test my pr i went all the way from 260 because i've never done 260 270 280 then 290 that day, I was like, I think I found the high I want. Mm. Like that achievement was insane. I was like, mm. I'm doing powerlifting. So with the guidance of the guys of Bunny and all that stuff, I say I went into it. But whatever I start doing, I research. Mm. So I dive deep and I'm in the undergrounds of YouTube and getting articles and getting the godfathers of this thing. Then I read their articles. Then I go to Teenage on them. That's what happened. Then around that time, that's when Leon was bugging me, oh, yo, you're training well and all that, but you need to get certified. You need to get certified. You need to get certified. To get certified. Yo, I used to hate it. <laughs> but then the best thing that ever happened to me, to be honest, because he yeah. tell me the confidence you get, the what you get. So it made me a better person, even yeah. just myself. It made me better by far. Yeah
0: yeah it's so important i mean all of us here we're trying to bring up the standards in the industry here because so many people like we were saying earlier on you know they get abs they're like them or their friends are like oh you look good why don't you be a personal trainer but they literally know nothing and and, you know even even gyms hire trainers with no qualifications and we're just trying to bring that standard up and it's you know, as we all know, like that certification, it, it is the basics. Like, yeah. Yeah, you evolve basic. and learn from there, but you yes. need that A, to give yourself yes. respect, but B, yes. to show the industry respect. Yes. Very, yes.
2: very. And, and also legal, legal
0: protection. Yes.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a qualification <laughs> you <laughs> injure someone, you end up in court with the well, first thing we say, oh, what qualifications have you got? No, 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 At no least if you've got
1: broad- qualifications. <laughs> Yeah, here, it's tough here there may not be any legal
2: <laughs>
3: yeah but now the thing is you just want to protect yourself in case yeah. you never know because clients are smart and with the age of they're information they're yes. learning like, which I love yeah which we tell like ask you know like ask as a client what can you offer clients are allowed to ask if you as a trainer get angry now yeah. that's your problem so but yes. you see, if you have whatever, even if it's a basic paper, even if it's a PhD, whatever it is, if a client asks, there's that confidence and that, you yes. know, like you're proud of your craft, like this yes. is what yes. I do. it's respect yes. so, and professionalism.
0: Um, yeah. And it's it's so important. And then from there, of course, you go and research whichever yeah. way that you know you enjoy. Um, because
1: I've evolved from them because... Yeah. By the way, at this time when I was trying to do my, just, just the PT certification, I legit hated nutrition. It was, it was just too much for me. <laughs> at that time, I was following Matt August. I don't know if you guys know Matt August at that time. Yeah. And I used to watch his nutrition videos, how he's saying, if you want to cut, this this. If you want to maintain, bulk, wow, he had so many series of that. And yes, I could understand. The more I watched, the more I understood and everything right now to be honest the two things that i love so much is nutrition and programming for strength Mm. i'm obsessed with those two things it's funny so that's just to show you how we all evolved after certification like you now now legit need further uh, in so like in strength training because strength training is a skill Mm -hmm. and if your muscles are tight if you lack mobility here and there you will not past a certain plateau or something of a sort. So I've started now finding myself desiring physiotherapy. (laughs) And I'm going to give myself time. Mm. Yeah. It's funny, like, the growth is just insane, you know? The
0: growth is funny. And that's, that is so important because like, I know, like we watching you, like when you were younger, we're like, Oh my God, just wait till he hits 30. (laughs) So it's so good that you have, you know, you, you've always been so good at like listening to other people and being like, Oh, I like that. Like, you know, working on your mobility, you know, especially with the weights that you're lifting. And I mean, you're a tall guy that just, you know, that just puts, you know, for some, like, that means your biomechanics are not optimal for some movements. Mm-hmm. It's so not it's, like for squats? Yeah.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's because the sport you're doing, you just have to... Well, like guys like all the uh, big strong men, Eddie Hall, they're all, you know, six foot and all the way up, so... Yes. You and have to the figure it out. Of the
1: lower and the upper also makes the difference. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: They, they look very. <laughs> mm.
2: they're quite, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, true. The best,
2: the best deadlifters have the longest arms. Yes. Yeah. 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 The best deadlifters have the longest arms. So oh Yeah. Long arms, long legs. Yeah, yeah that's
1: yeah. true. Very, very true but mainly arms yeah and
3: the, and the best guys for pressing have you know shortish arms arms right? so, um, cool.
1: yes <laughs> short think. arms very very true but yeah. actually but actually currently even yeah. if you look at the guys who are holding records the guys have long arms right now
3: mm-hmm. like and they're quite like, tall
1: yeah strong, Yeah. like even this guy maddox julius maddox like the guys has- oh yeah yeah, yeah. short man a big guy yeah it's just a big guy because they look so round you can't you can't tell yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can't tell you know but yeah that's that's how that's how the journey has been like mobility has been crucial like I remember I used to suffer so much with squats my knees used to curve in My my inner thighs were always weak like it was insane so I remember there's a lady called this she was uh an American, what's her name? Clara, I don't know if you guys remember Clara. She had her dog called Olivia. She told me, Alvin, when you're squatting, think knees out. I remember that day and it did all the difference for me. But now the only thing is that it forced me to use my glute medias. So I was like, okay. Now I have to work on mobility, from role. Like, it was just, it opened up Pandora's book for now, say, learning more and more and more and more. That's when I just dived into it
0: yeah well it it is it is so important and because like a lot of people look up to you I mean you're on YouTube as well like I think yes. yeah like younger guys and girls seeing you like taking your physiotherapy seriously yes. you know doing yes. your mobility yeah. you know and still yeah. being able to lift heavy weights I think it's so important yes. and I guess as well for you coming from a dancing background you you know you are quite flexible and you know got yes. the move which I think is it's important like also quite a few bodybuilders you know some of them are maybe not dancers but they have it just gives them that grace of movement and yeah Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: and i think it's um it's 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 really important so how how would you say like your nutrition has evolved so you've gone from uh yeah looking looking good for the runway with your intermittent fasting so you did your first bulk so how what is it like now
1: Right now, it's legit for performance. That's how I'm training right now. Uh, Even uh, how can I say? Can I say my mantra? It's aesthetics and performance. But the performance is what right now leads to the aesthetics, Mm -hmm. according to me. Like right now, it's now the other way around. You know, so. Yeah. And even training, it has also affected my training in a similar way. You see, bodybuilding we're training the muscle and all that. Right now, I'm training the movement. Mm-hmm. I'm learning mm-hmm. the squat with the technique, the yeah. deadlift with the technique. Those, like when you, like just think about the first time you learned how to bench press. You're not actually making that act in your back as much because it just you. You know, in your mentally you are working the chest, but now in in uh, powerlifting you're trying to reduce the range of motion, you're trying to keep your scapula tight, you're trying to keep your lats tight, so you're acting more, so it's no longer like a bench press, I mean a bench press style. Yeah. So you keep that position that way, but when it comes to accessories, that's when you go back to bodybuilding principles. But nutrition right now, it's just performance. Like, uh, first of all, I'm on maintenance, cause I, I don't like being crazy. Like I want to lift, this and this amount of weight, so I have to get to this and these kilos. There was that, and it died. Right mm-hmm. now, I love it. I'm, I'm more impressed by the Wilkes, whereby you are a certain weight, but you're lifting way more. Like like right now, this whole year, yeah. I'm 110. Mm-hmm. I'm very okay maintaining at 110 and getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And if I'm to compete, I only add two kilos, and it does the biggest difference. It makes all the difference for me. So that's why I'm. I was going
2: to say, because the good thing about powerlifting, like, proper powerlifting competitions are we in weight categories, aren't they? Mm. So yes. it doesn't matter. You know, you, you're you going to compete at your weight, which is good because it means, you know, unlike, say, strongman competitions where you want to be the biggest and strongest, yeah. with powerlifting, you want to keep it in the category, yes. then yes. a category. Yeah, and you want to lift more a category as well. Yeah, so that's quite useful. So do, yeah, you, do yeah. you track your calories? You know, with nutrition, oh, sorry. certain food effects your lips? Like, yeah. if you, say, meet the meal, and the effect on lifting and such? Yeah, I, I'll say yes, to some extent.
1: At first it was mental. At first it was mental, mm-hmm. whereby if I eat this, I know it's kind of like a placebo effect. If I eat this, i yeah. always have a good day and all that stuff. Like, I remember if I was doing lentils and rice i didn't feel as strong and when i did beans and rice i felt as strong but it's just because the beans had also more carbs as well you know like later on you do are like oh yeah that makes sense okay cool so uh and let me tell you another thing i know we've been talking about how small models can be let me tell you something about strength training when you achieve certain lift at a certain bigger higher weight you get addicted to looking that weight like you get addicted to carrying a certain amount of weight for your mentality to know that you can be able to lift it so any weight cut now starts becoming a mental thing now like it affects you like shit if i lose weight i'm yeah, going to lose my strength on this and all that stuff you know so i also had that phase but now i'm okay yeah true,
0: yeah. yeah that's interesting and it's yeah there's all these phases that you have to go through and and i mean you do learn like in a deficit as well when you are losing size you can maintain your strength but it yes. definitely yes. gives you that mental roller coaster um yes, does. <laughs> for sure it does. but it's yes. it's I think it's always yeah. fascinating, like getting to learn your body and like what works for it nutrition wise, yeah. and just, you know, challenging yeah. yourself with different, yeah, different styles of training, different thoughts, yes. and just, you know, being confident in yourself in different sizes.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, also, another thing on nutrition itself is uh, what has evolved for me is remember, I've come from all those fat dads and all that. And right now, and also tracking, counting my macros and all that. And I noticed that was, it's, it's the same thing with bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. If I was going for, I, I mean, it's the same thing with strength training. Like I've done strongman, you know, like I've legit done a strongman event. I, the only way I could get to the weight I want, because it's hard for me to gain weight, is when I track. Mm-hmm. If I don't track, I'm a horrible eater poor eater you know so something to get me to my 3800 to 4000 calories a day i have to track if i don't track i won't have it so tracking and done and then what style of tracking worked for me like was it was protein my weakness should i just maintain on protein because it depends what 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 level are you mentally because i've had levels where by if i'm everything's just chill all i had to do is Keep my proteins to this and this amount and the rest is okay i don't care about it mm. then i got to levels of um counting with a scale was hell for me and i i, I just said man that thing was hell so i preferred the cups and my fitness part is cups. i only look for
2: foods that have the cup serving uh-huh, yeah. size. and that one helped me a lot like
1: that one works for me much better you mm. know because either way everything is still an approximate you yeah. get so for me cups were working then from cups you learn so fast how many serving spoons it is to fill that cup so i no longer use the cups right now so it's just as a spoon <laughs> i know i know you know so that's also how the nutrition size as in it got me noticing even with coaching my clients that yo these clients, they're beginners in nutrition. They're intermediates as well in terms of knowledge in nutrition. And then advanced as well in nutrition. So even when I'm coaching them, I don't just make them dive into nutrition. And actually, when I get a new client, for the first month, we just learn how to track what you're eating. I even don't put them on any, I don't tell them stop eating the now. Just eat, I just want to see how the work up. I was just focus on the workout. Let us enjoy the journey. Let us learn the discipline, and learn how to track. And then I have my ebook as well that I every client I get I give for free, so I can say this week you're reading this section, this week you're reading this section. Ask me questions, so that now once we start getting intermediate level, whenever I speak, they understand what I'm saying. You get, mm-hmm. and I'm also sharing my own. Uh, I'm also sharing my own experiences because all clients I get will start with yo. I want the keto. I want the intermittent fasting. and that, but I'm trying to change their mind the way I changed my mind to just eat normally, just portion control. Like that's why I am right now. It's all about portion control according to your goal and according to your training style as well. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm
0: yeah i mean nutrition is there's no one size fits all and it's yeah finding what works for you but i yeah at some point tracking is always helpful and i think for most people it's like you say because they're under eating like yes because it's so easy to under eat like if you're trying you know you know to build up for a certain goal or anything like that it's just so (laughs) easy to under eat um it's true and it's true yeah, I mean, for men and women, so it's it's so useful to have, a, you know, time time doing that. But finding, like, for you, cups worked, which is great. Yes. You know, and, yes. it, you know, yes. there's, yeah, there's no rules there, but what, you know, fits, yes. fits and works even for
2: you.
1: Even for a coach, it was amazing for me to experience my clients who came overweight. When they say tracking, they realized they were under-eating, and yet I've told them, you're on maintenance, that means they're now trying to eat more than they're eating already. And then they're just working out and now they're losing weight. Mm-hmm. Like it was just lovely to see that process, you know. And so it also now just changes all your view about nutrition and everything. Yeah,
0: yeah big time. Yeah. So what what does the, the future hold for you? I know you're building something.
1: <laughs> oh yes, I'm building a private gym um, just so I can... I can uh, help more people because online w- did so well for each season of um, of uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Then I've, I've really maintained most of the ones in the diaspora. Mm-hmm. Most of them have stayed. Mm-hmm. The ones in Nairobi because they know things are down. Now they want access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and they want another one. Mm-hmm. And then I told myself, I am not going to train any clad at another person's gym because I was just tired with the politics, politics. that it was around in gyms I was I was done with that thing yeah. so it forced me to because I never wanted a gym actually I, I wanted my own training gym kind of like what you guys have yeah. and I do online for the rest of my life yeah. <laughs> that was what I was on yeah. but right now I've actually said I think I was watching some videos some guys who have invested in online app mm. have a gym and all that stuff and one of them said he prefers right now he would prefer owning a studio mm. whereby he can control the traffic oh,
0: yeah. whereby
1: it's not expensive uh running costs are very very low you don't have to employ so many people you have a certain time for classes you get to also learn and coach better because it's now a process you know you're becoming a better coach and then you still have your time to shoot the right content in the right equipment like there's some things I want to shoot but I cannot shoot in the gym like I'm training in right Mm -hmm. now and also I cannot shoot at home because
3: you don't have the equipment I'm a
1: coach Mm -hmm. I'm now stopping the I'm no longer doing home fitness you get Mm -hmm. I'm doing strength training so I need that facility to shoot what I'm trying to say yeah Mm -hmm. so that is what I'm doing July 2nd hopefully fingers crossed That's when I launched it, Private Gym. Um, I just want to spread strength, Mm -hmm. get strong, to look better, feel better. Uh, These issues of low back aches and all that stuff is just from useless training that people are doing here. Because I've also got, I've learned a lot from you guys. I've learned a lot from my own research and everything, and I would want to share it. at at my premises as well to look nice yeah
0: yeah no love it well I think um, yeah that will that will work really really well Um, no gents any final any final questions for Alvin no No. No.
2: one if you look back and give yourself some advice when you started your fitness training what advice would you give yourself um just eat
1: and walk. <laughs> nice. Just eat and train, cause it's so funny. Like if you just eat and train and keep active, it's less stress than eating like a rabbit. To be honest, like you'll still get the results even better. Like you see how those, the the ectomorphs will come and say, "I want to grow," but they still want to. You know those questions you get of. Oh, I am big. Should I first cut, then now I'm bulk, <laughs> and all that stuff? I've noticed what has worked for me and for my clients is focus on strength, focus on getting strong. Eat either maintenance or a slight bulk if you want, and everything just falls in place. And it's very optimal for me. Very, very, they're healthier, they're more active, there's no stress. And then taking rests, because I used to train seven days a week.
3: Bro
1: yeah. <laughs> Right yeah. now I'm doing four. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I think yeah. those are such important lessons, you know, for everyone. Like take your rest seriously and yeah. Eat. Oh yeah, mobility.
1: Mobility. Um, mobility. Woo! Actually <laughs> let me tell you the biggest thing I've learned. This is a takeaway for really. me. The takeaway for me is this. Um, before any strength training or any physical training, I would I, I believe That any beginner should focus on um, mobility, uh, movement, learning the technique and all that stuff, and stretching. Uh Those things
0: build up the best of strength training. Yeah. Yeah. There's a very strong foundations to have. And I think, yeah, everyone should focus on those as well. Yeah. 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 Yes. Well, Alvin, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. That was really, really interesting. And uh, we can't wait to come and see your new gym.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, we're, oh, waiting. Yeah. we're waiting Don't for worry. the invites. Yes, it'll be sent. <laughs> thank you so much for
2: having
0: me. Guys. really
1: appreciate
2: you You're right.
0: so welcome. Thanks, Alvin. Thank you.
2: All right. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs>